All right, episode 27. Welcome back to Familiar Strangers. It's um, August. A lot of things are kind of starting to come together. It's been interesting for me, Austin, just because it's been like a transitional period, like coming back from um, moving from Hong Kong and now like having a job like lined up to start teaching again. It just it feels really weird. It doesn't it doesn't feel real, but I'm I'm excited to get back on that full time salary with benefits for sure. The Benny's. <laughs> um, but it's just weird. Just a, it's a weird feeling, but it's coming up really, really fast. And like Becky was saying earlier, she's like, I'm just excited to see how my life will change just being back in that kind of setting every day. Yeah, I can agree with her. It'll be exciting to watch you because I feel like that's your, it's kind of where you thrive, like the environment that you thrive in. So I'm excited to see you back into a teaching job, like something in middle school too. I feel like that's a good age group for you. And it's going to be like a good experience too. Just how moving out of the country and working was like, this is going to be a totally new thing to you. Cause these, this school, well, any school around you is probably a, a little different than where we grew up and like where you taught at, uh, in Michigan. Um, so I'm excited to, to hear different stories and, you know, different interactions with kids. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to get back into it. I, uh, I was a little disappointed in my pull-ups when I redid them. I only got 17. I was really thinking like, oh, I'm going to get to 25. But I, I tried to keep form as best I could. And it's just like, man, I ha I can tell I haven't been training those as hard as I have in the past. Before, I could probably do 25. But Yeah, I thought you had more in you too, honestly. Well, you, you said the one day you got 26, didn't you? Were yeah, you but the form me? was bad. Like the Yeah. No, I got 26, but I, I didn't like the form, like on the last six. So <laughs> I was like, I'm redoing it. I'm doing better form. How many did uh, freaking Bean Goggins over there do in a row? It was like, I think it was like 26 or 27, 27, I think maybe something like that. Yeah. You can see his lats, how much bigger they are and stronger <laughs> than mine. I'm like, Jesus. And I feel like... Shout out to Bean. He was doing really wide-gripped pull-ups, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. He's got some long-ass gangly arms. He's called Bean <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> Green Bean. He's definitely slimming. But he's, uh, he's no joke. He got... I know you told me a long time ago, Josh, that he was a freaking animal. And you guys did the Murph or something. He just crushed. Yeah. He did it with the whole, he did it with the weighted vest on the whole time where I like, yeah, I was a bitch and gave up pretty quick. <laughs> I didn't use a weighted vest either. So I guess I'm a bitch. Yeah. I'll take no, that. No, it's all whatever. He's, he was in better shape than me. That's just, you know what it comes down to so which is still the point i did have a friend uh my friend Corey from hong kong he uh he messaged me and said on ethan's pull-ups he's like that man needs to put his head through the ceiling or they don't count <laughs> uh, i'm sure he's probably done it a few times on accident. oh yeah for sure i was like could you just imagine just like 
going psycho and just doing a pull up, <laughs> smashing your head through there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's hilarious. He's got a cool thing going on too. I can't wait to talk to him about it. He's doing like sawmilling. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's kind of a cool file. He's a cool file. He's got like a little Instagram page for it. He's got like a little sawmill at his house and he like will take a whole tree and, um, you know, use the sawmill to make it into like boards or like smaller pieces. It's really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, I have to give him a follow. What is it? Do you know what is that? Yeah, he built like, yeah, I think it's like the, the sawmilling bean. <laughs> All right. Something like that. Shout yeah, out. shout out. It's cool. He built like a little. He built like a little shed. Yeah, he built like a little um, shed at his house with some of the the um, boards he made. I'm interested to see that because I know that's probably some really good work. Yeah. If if we went back to that question with me, you and Kurt, like who who would like die first in a zombie apocalypse and like who would live or who would live the longest like bean would outlive all three of us for, <laughs> for sure he'd be the the one at the the end of the zombie apocalypse running the world yeah he'd be there <laughs> for sure him and brandon oswald probably oh yeah i could see that <laughs> right, it was Zach. a good time though homecoming home uh the big old deck of a homecoming it's like middle of nowhere festival season so it was a good time you know How was it about as good as a Deckerville homecoming could be <laughs> a, a lot of drunk people getting beer at a beer tent in, <laughs> in the middle of a park uh what kind of music did they have last night oh they were playing everything it was it was a little bit of everything a lot of some thotty shit to get the girls dancing and then you know some of the classic you know, dj songs that they always go to but also some variety it was cool i got yeah. to see some people i didn't haven't seen in a while and it was nice to talk to a few you know get out a little bit too plus i always have a driver in danny so i can drink as much as i want <laughs> no i have a safe ride home it's Kind of an, a, a good feeling. Right. Yeah. So it was good. How well, was that sounds like it's, it's always a good time. Yeah. How was your weekend, Josh? It was good. It was good. Becky and I did had a couple date nights, so that was fun. Yeah, I saw Friday you went we to went to, uh, it was called, uh, yeah, we went to Dave and Buster's last night because they, sh- we wanted to watch the UFC fight in the place that we normally watched it. wasn't showing it last night. So uh, we went online and just looked at like the, cause you, on the UFC's website, you can search bars that are like licensed to show it. Yeah. And Dave and Buster's was only like 10 minutes, 15 minutes away and they were showing it. So we're like, sweet, we'll just go early and play a bunch of games and then watch the fights and drive home. So yeah. that's what we did. We went, played games for an hour or two and then, Sat down at the bar and watched the fights until they were over. And uh, Becky won a stuffed animal out of the claw machine for Mac. And so he was super stoked at like two in the morning last night when we got home. She had like, a <laughs> toy for him. He was freaking out about it. <laughs> That's funny. You guys know how to enjoy yeah. yourselves. It sounds like good old Dave and Buster. Yeah. 
We should uh we should hit that up when we're all out there in October. Oh damn, she said that's what she said too. But we're trying to we're trying to think of a lot of things that we could do because Kurt's like Kurt wants to to do something memorable. That's what he told me. Like his goal of the trip is to do something memorable. And I'm like, well, shit, just all of you guys being here at once is gonna be really memorable. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, riding scooters, but they have an indoor skydiving too. That that could be cool. The pirate ship cruise. Becky said that could be cool. There's a um a pedal boat, like you know how they have the pedal trolleys, like the drinking pedal trolleys. Yeah. There's a pedal there's a pedal boat. <laughs> BYOB. That'd be pretty fun. But we could sign up to play volleyball at that beach by like the water. Yeah. Jeez, you we guys have a lot of ideas. We're gonna spike have... ball and play spike ball. I know it's gonna be one of those weekends where we just mash a whole ton of things together, and it goes by way too fast because that's how it always is. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited. But if it's rainy or something, we could go to Annapolis too. We could, yeah. There's a lot of things we could do. Hell so, yeah. what's this girl's name again, Josh? Young Mi Park. Young Mi Park, yeah. Young Mi. Okay. Young Mi. Yeah, she was just on Joe Rogan not that long ago. I know you were just listening to it today. I listened to it the other a few days ago. Becky Becky uh had listened to it already as well and damn, it's a really interesting podcast. If I I don't I don't know. I just it's a good one that like regardless of how people feel about Joe Rogan, like that is something everybody should tune in for. Yeah, I always those types of interviews are really good uh, for perspective for anybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was nuts. The things the things just about like living in North Korea and that she's went through already and she's not even that old. It's just wild. That whole interview was wild from start to finish i would say like i i mean i wanted to ask your opinion on it josh because i think you could give us some more context here but like what she was saying about how china controls north korea and then it sounds like that's why north korea and like the u.s doesn't get involved with north korea to do anything to stop what they're doing there like it seems like it's just like one big cycle of like money and anything else like goods and i don't know it's it's crazy i was just wondering what you thought about that whole process and and kind of give us some maybe some background Yeah, I don't know. Um, like my my knowledge on it is like all pretty new because I wasn't really I didn't really care and wasn't really interested like a like a true American before like living there in Hong Kong. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense that like North Korea, like China is in North Korea are pretty much one and the same, except North Korea, you know, ha, you know, they're super close, but China also is right there. So like the US in terms of intervening with them it's like they are 
you know, essentially China and they have yeah. nuclear weapons and we know this. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing. It's also terrifying to know like that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, it's been common knowledge, like for a lot of people that like China, you know, has like these concentration camps and that she was talking about, you know, like that is something that has been known like that they have these concentration camps. So it's not surprising that, you know, like Koreans that try to escape and stuff like that will end up there or that they don't, you know, it's just crazy. They have to get rid of like, if they, you know, spoiler alert, if you, if they commit like a crime, like some sort of crime, they'll have to eliminate like eight generations or something of that family. Yeah. That's insane. Three to nine. Be illegal to have kids or. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. So, and just some it of is, the experiences very she's wild. had, they're almost like very unfathomable because of we've never grown up in anything even remotely similar to her. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's crazy that she made it through all that, and it's amazing that like that is just like allowed like not not that countries have to intervene and stop things because i don't i mean i can see the argument for not doing that but it's almost it's like so inhumane the things they do to them in that country that i don't know how no one does intervene but yeah it's really bizarre how everybody just like kind of ignores it or like doesn't necessarily ignore it but I feel like if you, I feel like it's a, it's just a tough line to toe because if, and if a bunch of countries decide to intervene, it could, that could be like the start of, you know, the next world war. Yeah. And the next world war could mean nuclear weapons. So it's like, it's, it's weird, you know, it's really, really weird, but it's just like. Like she said, you would see other countries like who are also facing like severe adversity or atrocities happening to their people, but in like less less amounts, and they they'd get like you know awarded award not awarded, but like people would write about it and it would get much more well known, which like yeah. kind of awards it more like spotlight. And she's like, but the same thing's happening for us times you know how many more people and nobody cares <laughs> like nobody's yeah. doing anything well it's it's so, like maybe not even it's that bizarre. but it's almost like most people don't even know that it's going on so when she's speaking on this mm-hmm. on a platform like Joe Rogan more people hearing her than like in different types of people hearing her than would usually might lead to some change hopefully i mean just some of the shit is is wild. Like I just can't even explain how how that whole podcast made me feel. And I mean, I, I'm sure you felt this way, Josh. Like it almost it almost just felt like a terrible nightmare that somebody should have to even go through that. It's it's terrible. <laughs> I can't even think of a different word to describe it. Yeah, 
just like her her when she's talking about like how she doesn't have time to worry about a lot of things that we worry about because she you're just so hungry and that's all you can think about the whole time you're awake <laughs> you know yeah and even when you're sleeping you know you're just like just always thinking about like how you're gonna eat and you know that's why like the pandemic in terms of like shutting things down like you see people panicking because it's like yeah if things get like shut down and nothing can move then like you're gonna have to rely on whatever is around you yeah that's what like it kind of exposed and like to hear like you see that's why people freak out because naturally like your brain just is going to respond like fuck we might not have food and now you're gonna have a lot bigger problems on your hands so for her to be like talking about like how the things people worry about it's like you don't have time to worry about that shit like you're just trying to figure out, like, can I find a snake to eat today? Yeah, you're trying to survive. Your brain's in survival mode at that point. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. wish that on anybody. <laughs> yeah. And I think Becky and I were talking to, it's just, like, if you talk about somebody being from Korea, like, if you meet somebody, like, in the States, for example, like, the other day I was doing, like, a kayaking lesson with a family of three, and the mom was Korean. Oh, shit. Anyways, but this mom of a family of three, she was Korean. So, like, just because when she tells me she's Korean, like, I automatically know that she's from South Korea. Yeah. Because, and I think a lot of Americans just, just kind of goes over their head, like, oh, where are you from? North Korea, South Korea. But it's like, people don't get out of North Korea. <laughs> Unless it's, like, a crazy story like that, like, Yunmi's. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you meet somebody from Korea, it's it's usually south korea because people don't go out of north korea (laughs) they're not allowed to right yeah wild so it's wild i I mean it's very wild like i thought it was it's definitely worth a listen like i wouldn't plug a podcast if i didn't feel like it was kind of definitely perspective shifting and it kind of breaks down like some of the some thoughts that you would have versus like what somebody else could have um, kind of can make you feel empathetic because you don't hear stories like that every day. So, yeah, wanted to plug that. I also, Josh, I was wondering, I asked mom and dad this and I kind of I know we've talked about it a little bit, but just the how do you feel about may these vaccines getting mandated and you know the people are freaking out again over covid like are you just kind of like where i'm at where i just want oh. <laughs> shit to be how it was this summer like it's fine like we can go back to you know being ourselves again and doing what we normally do i don't think we need to freak out like I just, I don't know. I was wondering your opinion. Yeah, I just, yeah. You know, I my opinion is pretty strong that, like, you everybody should have their own choice. So, I like, agree. this is going to be, this is exactly what a lot of people predicted was going to happen. It's like, it's going to be a cycle, and it's going to continue. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in support of whichever way anybody wants to lean towards. Like if you're vaccinated, cause I'm not anti-vax, I'm not like 
anti-science, but I think that like how much science and politics have gotten interwoven, it's kind of like how we need separation of church and state. It's almost like we need separation of like state and science. Yeah. Like these two intermingling is just like created such like a insane, like in, in addition to media is yeah. just created like this insane frenzy and it's like turned us against each other. And it's like, I'm in the middle ground. Like I've always said, like I'm in the middle ground where like I respect whatever choices you make. That's fine. Like if you don't want to get the vaccine, that's fine. If you want to get the vaccine, that's fine. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you do great. The yeah. only thing that I have issue with is it's whoever's choice. Like nobody should force you to do it. Not the, not the government, not your job. You shouldn't be forced to do anything like that, especially like your job, like your job should not be able to force you to get it because they're not your doctor. Like it's on an emergency use still when it gets approved to be like uh, off of emergency status and like it's been tested. It's just very new. Like I'm, it's not saying I'm like afraid to get it and thinking I would die, but like if there's somebody that's going to fight and push back for like those types of freedoms, you know, I'm going to partially do it not out of spite it pisses me off, but not out of spite because if we don't do it and we give up all those freedoms, then it changes history and we're just going to be sick. We're going to succumb to the government controlling more aspects of our life. Yeah. And that's right. where like listening to Joe comes out, you know, like, because I agree, I agree with aspects like that. Like we can't all, we can, you can't swing too far one way or the other. And there's so many of us that are like in the middle, you know? Yeah. And it's just like we're overshadowed by all the other things, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I think too many people have picked sides too because of just what goes on with social media and what goes, I don't know, just what is portrayed to us by news, news and media in general. I just feel like there's a lot more people that are middle ground that, probably even know it and i hope we we don't ever succumb to giving away our freedoms such as that i think you know getting a vaccine for a disease that kills a very very small percentage of people is kind of not kind of very contradictory to our rights as american citizens and I mean, I think yeah. that more people, sh- I've, I feel like I've already seen more people kind of upset about it and, and talking about it. So I think it's going to be a hot topic here mm-hmm. for the next year or so. Yeah, I think I was telling you about this, but Tim Dillon, comedian Tim Dillon was, he had uh, on his show, he was talking about, he's like, if you want to end, or if you want this uh these new COVID mandates to end, then just go out in the streets and start rioting because we'll just forget about everything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll forget about everything. We'll forget about everything, everything about COVID and we'll be focusing on on this. And you know what I thought the whole time about that? I was like, yeah, in America, they go into the strict lockdown. There's protests and they're like, okay, f- fuck COVID. Like we're going to, comedians just going to cover these um, protests and Millions of people are going to be out in the streets marching for a just cause. They're marching for a just cause. No disagreement there. 
screaming, yelling, spitting all over each other all hours of the day. <laughs> and it's okay. In Hong Kong, it was the opposite. It was protests from the the start of the day to the end of the day into the night. And they used COVID to shut down protests. It's like, okay, now there's COVID. So if you protest, like, yeah, we'll just take you. We'll take you to Chinese jail. We'll take yeah. you north of the border and take you to jail. You know? Yeah. So it was like really kind of just completely opposite reactions in terms of it. But I thought that was really funny. He's a great comedian in terms of like uh, learning about um, issues plaguing society and in America and just in politics and just general things. But he puts like such a funny spin on it. I really think like he, uh, he'll end up being re- really well remembered in like this time because of how he how well he can joke about really bad things. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a gift because not everybody can do that either. Like, and make people laugh about issues that are really, I don't know, kind of testy for people to talk about, or you know, something that might bring emotion out. It's it's kind of a gift to be able to speak about it and make it a funny kind of comic sketch in a way. So. Yeah. yeah, but it was funny because Yunmi Park, when she was on on Joe, she was talking about like how she's seeing the same things happening here under the name of democracy that she was seeing happening in North Korea, which is just insane. Like, yeah, if somebody from North Korea is saying that, they're not saying that in like a joking manner. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think everybody could benefit from listening to it. It's just like she's not saying that as like to be funny because she's on Joe Rogan, like. She's telling you, like, she's seeing some similarities mm-hmm. and, like, that should be concerning to you because we are the only country in the world that has what we have, you know, and are you just going to take it for granted and and let us become all these other, what all these other places failed to do or, like, that nobody has done anything different, like she's a, she's a warning sign there for you. That should be a warning horn. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of warning horns sounding off nowadays, though. And in social media only kind of perpetrates that because you see everything so quick that happens in in the world. So I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see this age that we're growing up in. Josh, I feel is kind of like a definitely like a digital revolution. It's going to be remembered in history just like every other revolution was um when you look back it usually happens every few hundred years or so yeah so yeah we're we're in like the digital revolution for sure we are like we are becoming one with technology <laughs> yeah just like they did with industry before in, our, in the time before us yep exactly now they just exist together it's insane I also one thing I wanted to talk one thing I wanted to bring up about that interview with Yunmi Park kind of just like the one of the other last lasting things that I was thinking about where they quickly kind of went over like Hong Kong and like what Hong Kong what has happened there with China and she was talking about like how those those people were in the streets fighting for what they believed in um, but just didn't have any way to fight against the military or the police because you can't have anything any weapons anything you know no guns nothing 
and I always thought that was in I always thought that was interesting chatting with people from other countries about the Second Amendment because they think we're just like batshit crazy because all you see in the media are like these big mass shootings, which are definitely a problem. But there's so much to that problem that is just more than guns. And Becky and I all would say when we were there, it's like we're in the middle of like what Hong Kongers are viewing as a revolution for them like trying to propel this revolution forward, but they have nothing to fight with. We're like, this is, you're going nowhere. Like you can't fight the Chinese army because they are so big, let alone you don't have anything. Yeah, nothing. You have no weapons. You have nothing to fight uh, them with. Knives. Like it's just, it's just nothing's going to happen. It's like, this is what the second amendment is for. Like when you hear Yunmi Park talking about like her government and how they, they just, they can't fight back. There's nothing they can do. That's why our founding fathers gave us the Second Amendment. Now, is there room for like government or government gun reform, like in order to get a gun, like having a license and just like you have? Yeah, I think there's a lot of room for things like that. I also think there's a lot less room for pharmaceutical companies to make so much money and making people mentally ill by giving them pills from the time they're 13 to the day they die and and commit a mass shooting. Yeah, there's a lot of factors to those kinds of things. Oh, there's a ton that yeah. goes into so that. So it's like those that Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is uh, we are the most we are one of the biggest armies in the world just as citizens of the U.S. and that's really important. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's a that's important. That's one thing that we were kind of founded upon, and I think we should uphold to till the end of our government regime kind of so yeah we are the we are the wild west we are the only we are one of the only countries that has that type of privilege where we can literally fight back if our government like you know tries to control us yeah. we can <laughs> we have we have our own type of power which is i think sometimes people take for granted not sometimes. I think people, a lot of people take it for granted or it's misunderstood. You know, if you don't want to own a gun and you don't, you don't believe in guns and that's fine, but it doesn't mean that we need to take them away. Yeah, exactly. Listen to <laughs> Yun Mi Park. <laughs> That'll be an exact reason why. Yeah, I agree, Josh. It's a quick, it was a good, it was a good ass interview. It was, um, very enlightening and that's just like one place of the world you know north korea is just one dot on the map and there's a lot of places where things like that are happening and yeah i just hope for the best <laughs> but you know yeah that's all you can really it's do. hard to it's hard to it's a weird time i agree we're enlightened in a way that people before us weren't really privileged to it, but we're also like hyper-focused on other things that people before us weren't because of technology. And it's just like, it's moving so fast that we haven't had time to have like a revolution, digital evolution for our own brains and like how to handle it. So it's like, it's very overwhelming and, not something that we were really prepared for so it's like it's happening but we're kind of learning on the fly so like we all have to give a little here you know 
Oh, Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. I am with you 100%. Want to uh, finish out here on a, a little bit lighter note, Josh? Yeah, that's cool with me. All right. Let's... Uh, I think I, I'm going to put a minute on the clock. I want to give you some rapid fires here. All right. All right. Let me get a minute on the clock, ladies and gentlemen. It's teed up. <laughs> aimed left. Aimed left, just like his golf shot, just so it will go right. <laughs> hey, don't tell the people how I golf. I like to think I'm decent. <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go john you and a lot of other guys i know oh i know three two one all right what's your favorite cereal fruit loops with marshmallows oh good choice good choice favorite movie of all time that's why I like oh i was just thinking about this on my walk the other day how much i hate when people ask me what my favorite movie or like song is um, <laughs> that's too hard. I would say we're watching the Tarantino series movies right now. Those are all great. So any of those are great. Okay. What's your uh, been your most recent late night snack? Uh, these chili lime cashews from Trader Joe's, and Becky's been keeping the cookie jar stocked very well. She's trying to keep me fat. <laughs> oh man. All right, one last one here, Josh. Uh, tell me a good story about Ambos. Hmm. When I took her to the river, this is going to take more than a minute, but when I took her to the river recently, it's like uh, the bank is kind of like stone. So I just pick a spot and sit on the stone, and it's really slippery, so I have to make sure she's really careful. But she climbed up to the top of the stone and there was a vine hanging out of the tree and she fought the vine for like five or ten minutes until she ripped it all the way out of the tree. She ripped it out of the tree. She slid down the, the rock, down into the water with the vine. The vine oh was, I don't even know if I if I spread the vine out. If I spread the vine out, it was easily easily 30, 40 feet long. Just Jeez. she got that bitch out of the tree. Then a couple minutes later, I look and she's swimming across the river found like this tree that was this branch that was the size of a tree was wedged <laughs> in between some rocks she ripped it out swam it all the way across the river snapped every branch off of it and and then you know sat there and, and d- dug in the sand tried to bury it it was comical. <laughs> sounds like boo-boos i miss her every fucking day dude yeah. i love i love lena but i always miss boo-boos she's so goofy oh man that's hilarious yeah I can imagine it right now. Becky was just saying the other day, she's like, she's like, I'm seeing how like goofy she is now. She's like getting to know her more. And she's like, she's just such a big baby. Like now when Becky watches videos that I'll share to like our family um, Snapchat group. Yeah. She's like, she still does all those things. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It's when she was a puppy. Yeah. Just as a bigger dog now. So it looks even goofier. Yeah. What's something you have going on this week that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm just looking forward to being busy, dude. I hope I have a lot of um, sessions this week. I have a lot in order. So, you know, it's 
summer is a little bit slower for this type of profession usually so i'm kind of excited for fall and i hate to say it like fall and winter to get here because i feel like it's gonna be really busy and i'm i'm kind of looking forward to that i'm looking forward to hopefully getting a few more but also just seeing everybody that i work with this week it's always you know it's good to to get with other people i can teach them things i feel like you know i can always gain some wisdom from anybody i i train to and that kind of brings me to a point i wanted to tell you josh i was training this guy the other day his name's joe he's really really nice dude and um he was telling me about how his perspective has changed and he's trying to do everything very intentionally right now and he was really thankful because i showed him like this way of just trying to you know correct your posture and like how important your posture and walking um you know like kind of soundly is so he was you know he was like kind of saying thanks for that and like how it's it's kind of helped him so it's things like that that really make me keep wanting to do this um and get better at it and help more people because it's really kind of um it's really awarding or rewarding i guess Yeah, that's awesome. That's, those are always things that uh, make you feel like what you're doing is meaning something. It's meaningful, you know, to hear that kind of feedback. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I, uh, I, when I was going through some of my teaching stuff, I found some letters that I had from students um, at Lakers that they gave me at some point during the school year, and I had laminated a couple just like kept them in my portfolio and then I was reading them. I was like, damn, (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know that person of myself right now just because I'm not doing that kind of stuff with, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It'd be interesting to get back to doing those kind of things with people like you are, you know? Yeah, exactly. See how that makes you feel. That's how it makes, makes me feel good too. And like, that's, I know my, some of my purpose in life is to help other people. So because it it brings me joy just like it brings you joy so i'm excited to have those kinds of interactions again yeah same and i'm i'm excited to hear about them (laughs) really looking forward to just hearing some more stories and just some uplifting things too because you're really good at getting that out of people also so just kind of waiting for uh you know, it kind of sucks because you, you, you get this old and summer flies by and now you're looking forward to <laughs> the next the next season, the next phase in, of life here. It's just pretty crazy how you kind of yeah wish it away some days. It's weird, yeah. You just really have to embrace each, each time, really. You embrace each day, which I have trouble doing just being in my own head, but yeah. like you know, wishing the summer way or the summer is going so fast, like rather than thinking that way, it's like fall's coming, fall's amazing. So it's like, enjoy these summer days while they last, enjoy the heat as soon enough, the heat will be gone. You'll be taking for granted how much you enjoy the sun when it's summertime. Yeah, exactly. Just embrace those kind of things on a daily basis to be thankful for them because winter's miserable. <laughs> uh cold yeah, you still gotta make but i embrace that too yeah, i embrace exactly. that and i embrace happy. that as well just get dress warm yep 
but yeah you know it's straight up miserable when it's when you got to go start your car and it's fucking negative 20 degrees outside it's mm, not it's enjoyable not even out yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. all right josh well what's uh what's oh you're gonna what's uh before we finish i just want to ask you what was um what was uh in terms of yoga what's something that you've been able to do recently that you never had been able to do before um i got into working on it i got into a a forearm headstand i guess is the right word a forearm handstand or whatever a forearm stand pretty much is what i would call it like i just didn't know if i was gonna do it and i was watching a video and they were doing it and showed how to do it pretty well and i got up in it and held it for a few seconds so that was one that was really cool but there's been some uh, i've been trying to get really good at the basics right now so just really focusing on yeah like my upward dog and downward dog form and really flowing nicely so it's it's been fun that's good we did we did um our last free class last week at this yoga studio we did hot yoga again we did we did like the hotter level twice and then like a little bit lower level heat once yeah it just feels so good with that heat like i had to take a beach we had like the first time i didn't take a beach towel and i couldn't even like i couldn't hold warrior two because i was sliding (laughs) so i brought my beach towel this time yeah yeah, but it if you know feels amazing, and we were doing it on like Friday morning, so it was just like a a really good start, you know, to the weekend. Just doing something oh, like that, you feel really good, and it was fuck, dude. It was a hour long class, so you're sweating for a reason, not just because it's hot in there. You're working. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean the mix of the hotness with how much you do in yoga without even realizing it then you're you'll really start to sweat like you kind of see how Mm -hmm. how much your heart rate does elevate doing all those poses and holding them for a long time can do Mm -hmm. but it's been a great it was a great reset we enjoyed it we're thinking about going under new aliases trying new names and booking classes with different uh instructors to get three more free classes out of it (laughs) (laughs) finesse yeah becky's like becky's becky's like oh let's just take names of our friends from hong kong she's like i'll be diana diana's last name is chen i'm like oh, i don't know if you get i don't know if that you'll pass for that one <laughs> maybe 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 i was like i'll be alan you'd be always be jimmy harrison too <laughs> <laughs> she can pass for jimmy harrison <laughs> yeah when my hair is pulled back it looks like his right now <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> i just wanted to see what uh how that was going on you haven't been lifting as much i got 315 for a set the other day so on deadlift so that was sweet wanted hell to thank yeah. you about that hell yeah that had to feel with good. more in me for sure oh yeah you always gotta leave yeah. a little bit in the tank though that's how i think yeah. anyway just a little bit. I mean, you don't have to, but there's no point in hurting yourself for no you don't reason. Have to, but I was on my force. Yeah, no, there's no point in getting hurt. That's for sure. But I agree, especially with no health insurance. I, I think <laughs> about that often. Some 
when I'm pulling, when I'm like standing over top of something that I haven't done in a long time, I'm like, hmm, what would happen if yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot, Josh? That's yep. what I think. Just keep thinking about good form and that you'll do it perfect. <laughs> gotta think the positive. Yeah, for sure. I did want to. I still gotta sub- do my push-ups uh, this week, also. Yeah, let's do <laughs> See those. How many I can rep out? Let's do those. Yeah. You might get me in that one, but I'm for excited sure. to try and beat you. I used to be able to rep them out, but uh, I got humbled one time against like a nine-year-old. I did like 60 push-ups. I was like, ah, I'll stop here. It's not going to be able to do that many. He did like 73. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he also probably weighed like 40 really? pounds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, uh, it was good catching up with you. Uh, been looking forward to it. Finally, like kind of a chill night. So yeah, same. Can be a struggle to get us to get on the mic, but we always find a night. So it was fun. I enjoyed it too. I wanted. I'm glad yeah. to get your perspective on a few of the things that we talked about because I definitely feel similar way as you, and it's just. interesting (laughs) yeah agreed also wanted to say i was still i'm always always jealous because you're you're still at home and it's not that i ever want like to like move and be at home all the time but it's just like especially during this time it'd be feel really nice to give mom and dad a hug so yeah looking forward to coming home and always i'm glad that i'm glad that you're still there to you know as much as you're like, oh, I want to find my own place, do my own thing. It's just like, it's good. No, it feels good for better for me knowing like, you know, if mom's having a bad day or something and you're around home, you you could be there to just give her a hug and tell her you love her and yeah, bring her that sense of, you know, lo- that, that love that we all deserve. Yeah. And I try to do that and cherish those moments for sure. So, so hoping grandma and grandpa are going to be home when I'm when I'm home in the next next week. So it'll be a fun time. Hopefully, coming up soon, we'll get to do it in person as well. Hell yeah! You know I'm always looking forward to that. So yeah, so stay tuned. All right.